Happy holidays, mamas. We have a wonderful episode with the inspiring and wonderful Mina Harris. But before we get to that, we just want to talk about buying gifts for people. It gets harder and harder. And this year, I am so glad to have found Beta. It is a store that has something for everyone, and you shouldn't need a gift receipt. Beta prides itself on finding new products you cannot find anywhere else. Things from e-bikes and scooters to accessories that make your home office more fun to kitchen gadgets to beauty and lifestyle lines. You can shop for everyone in the family. And this year, I am going to be the greatest gift giver of all time because I have found Beta. And you can be too. Just use the coupon Mama said in store or online for $20 off just about anything. Find Beta online at B8TA.com. Again, that's B8TA.com or at one of their two dozen stores in cities like New York, San Francisco, Chicago, and Boston. Again, that's code Mama said to get $20 off just about anything. Get it online at beta.com or in store. Thanks for listening and being a part of Mama Said. And thanks in advance for supporting these sponsors in this episode. They help us have this much fun with you every week for free. So enjoy the show. Well, a boy's best friend is his mother. No one said being a parent would be easy, but now you don't have to go through it alone. Actress and mother of two, Jamie Lynn Sigler, has teamed up with musician and stay-at-home mother of two, Jenna Paris, to create a safe place where you can confess your worst mommy sins and still feel like you're killing the mommy game. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Hi, everybody. I'm Jamie. Hi, guys. I'm Jenna. Welcome to another episode of Mama Said. We have the fantastic Mina Harris on the show today. We are talking to her all about her new children's book, Ambitious Girl. She's just here to talk about how badass she is, how awesome she is. I mean, she is the type of woman that should be raising young girls. Jenna and I loved every moment of speaking with her. We can't wait for you to hear the conversation. Um, but before that, you know, it's uh, it's winding down, but also getting busy. It's that time of year. It's the holidays. It's a weird holiday season. So let's get right into our win fails. Mommy win. <laughs> Mommy fail. Yeah. And happy. Uh, is it winter solstice today? That's right. Well, not when we air, but yes, you're going to be hearing this two days after happy winter solstice. So take yeah. advantage of this time. I hear there's like this week. Yeah. Everything like. Yeah, like stuff out there, write it down. Two planets are like going to be in the same exact path. So they look like one big bright star. It's going to be so cool. Um, All right. Wins and fails. You want to go first? Sure. Okay. So my wins and fails have to do strictly with my marriage. Um, You know, I think that we have gotten into this rut, you know, Um, like, couples do, especially couples with young children of just, um, getting annoyed with each other and kind of, you know, in that routine of just every day, the same things that you get frustrated about, whether it be with your children or with each other. And Cutter and I have gotten really into this guy, Aubrey Marcus and his podcast. So if anyone's on like the quest of self-exploration. I mean, I highly, highly, highly recommend him, but we've kind we've been getting in bed each night and actually watching YouTubes of his podcast. And last night he had this wonderful guest, Dr. Zach Bush, and they were talking about how as people and in our relationships, we go into each moment 
expecting the person and bringing the past with them every every moment like assigning the past on them every moment so expecting them to be this way expecting them to think this way and that's like a very unfair thing to do in your relationship and it was such an aha moment for Cutter and I and we kind of looked at each other like wow we both really needed to hear this right now because we have been in such a routine of of just expecting the other one to react this way. And it's just really mm-hmm. kind of been bickering and not connecting. And to really like look at your partner and be like, you are new every moment of the day. And I'm going to treat you as new and allow you to be new and trust that like, Oh my God, we're all doing our best and we're all learning. And it was just a really beautiful moment. So I'm taking it as a win because I just think it was a moment for Cutter and I that we will have to remind each other. Yeah. But a moment that we both understood and we both recognized it's very rare in a moment for you both to be like, we're both at fault here and right. really mean it and feel it. And so it was a very um, transcendent moment for our relationship. And again, I so highly recommend Aubrey Marcus. He also lives in Austin. So Cutter and I are like, no, oh. we want to meet him and his wife and just like, Aubrey, just you hear this? We're just inspiring people that, you know, are just here to just live their best selves and, and really understand life and it's purpose. Yeah. And, um, I'm just so inspired. So anyway, I think Cutter and I are really going to try that. And this morning before we got out of bed to like do the hustle, he was like, Hey, I just, I just want to hug you for a minute. Let's just hug before we start even thinking about our day. And it was just, it just it really made a difference already. I mean, it's only 1040 right now, but it really <laughs> made a difference. That's so, that's so nice. Yeah. That is, that is well, I got to watch that, but is that, is that your win fail combo? Yeah. It's my fail is that we have been terrible to each other. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. And I think the win is that, you know, we, we, we took the time, something inside both of us was like, I mean, we wanted to like keep watching Sopranos last night or we wanted to keep watching, you know, mm-hmm. a new show or whatever. And we were just like, no, I think we both need to be inspired right now and yeah. shaken up a little bit. And I'm glad yeah. we did. I'm glad you did that too. And you know, you, when you said it, we wanted to watch the Sopranos, you, you should do what Whitney Ford's doing where she like watches her own show and does the reactions. That would be so funny. You have to do that with one, a couple of the shows. Maybe not Sopranos though. I mean, like yes, Sopranos. Oh, enough. Yes. That show. Oh my God. It would be so funny to see your reaction. Okay. Um, I too, coincidentally, have and I've been so not excited, but like so uh, revved up to talk about this because it happened this morning. And I was actually going to write it down, and then I remembered that we, you know, have this beautiful podcast and get to talk about it on here. And I, I'm so frustrated uh, at what's what happens every single day between me and Neil, um, and I have to talk about it because I'm so fucking pissed off. So every he's, so he's off of work right now. He took off a week, which is great. Um, but even when he, when he's, when he's going to work, this doesn't happen as much, but mostly on the weekends when we're both home and right now, like he's on vacation. So, um, this happens every single weekend and every single time. So when I have a little free time, when I'm not just with the kids solo and he's not off at work, I take the time when I get up in the morning to clean the house a little bit because it's disgusting. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I'll finish the dishes. I'll make our, and I'm not talking scrubbing toilets here. I'm talking about tidying up the house. So it looks nice, you know, cause 
we have a housekeeper that's sometimes coming once a week. We've been canceling her because of COVID, but she was coming. So she comes once a week. And um, other than that, it's up to me and Neil, but really me to clean the house. Let's be honest. So, and I feel better when I, when the house is clean and this is not an OCD thing. This is a general, like clean your house. So it doesn't build up. So then you're not stuck doing it for two more hours Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. So anyway, you would think that by now, Neil knows that like, I like to clean the house before anything. So he takes the kids to Starbucks and then they want to be outside, um, and play. And every time I'm cleaning the house, he goes, Jenna, can you come out now? Can you come out now? And I'm like, let me just finish cleaning the house, like, or else it's going to build up and it becomes a fight. Jenna, just come out. And I'm like thinking like, do you see me cleaning this house for our family? Do you think like, I'm just like not doing it because I don't want to watch the kids. Like, do you not want to be with the kids right now? Like, are you jealous that I'm inside and you're with the children? Like, like you just took them to a Starbucks where they come to your window and drop off food at the window. Like they're sitting in the car. Like I'm fairly certain that's easier than what I'm doing right now. I am dust busting. I'm making all the beds. I'm putting all the toys away from the night before I'm putting, they changed 50 times in the matter of two hours in the morning. I'm putting all their clothes back. Some are dirty, some are not. I don't know. Then I did the laundry and I did all the towels. And then I put, I started loads of laundry and then all the dishes. We don't have a dishwasher in our place that we're renting right now. So I did all the dishes and then I sweeped the floor and then I did, I vacuumed because our rug is disgusting. And then what else did I do? Oh, I sprayed all the countertops. Like this is what I do every single morning to keep this house afloat. And if he doesn't realize that if I didn't do that, we would live in a fucking pigsty. It's bizarre. Like, I don't know what to say to him anymore. It starts a fight. He's like, and I'm like, Neil, I'm cleaning. He's like, oh my God, just just come outside. And he's literally angry at me for cleaning the house. And I and when I say cleaning, I mean I've uh, like a I'm like a roadrunner zipping yeah. through the entire house just so it could feel like a home mm-hmm. right now. It happens every single time. We've talked about it. I'm like, this is what I need to do to feel like a sane parent. You stay outside with the kids because look, let's be honest. I could say you do it, but he can't do it. He doesn't clean like I can. Also too. I mean, I know you and I are similar and like cleaning is a form of meditation for us in a bit, in a way. Do you know what I mean? It feels like it, like it, 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 as much as like you are doing this for your family, you're also like, it's what calms you. It's what calms me inside. I know when I, when I, it's, it's put together. It's clean. Cause when it's a mess is like, it feels like it's the inside of my head. And I think that the way he needs you to respect him and his TM practice and all of that, like he, 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 I mean, I can't even sit, believe that I'm being like, just let her clean for her. I mean, it is for everybody. And also too, saying to do come outside in front of your children is like making it seem like you're making a choice. Right. Well. I'm not sitting on the couch and and diddle like diddle diddle daddling whatever i am literally zipping through this house and i always say to myself should i do a little experiment and just never clean in the morning and let that house fucking build up so dirty until he says something and then just say you i don't know you told me not to clean anymore during the morning so this is how the house is going to be yeah. but i can't do that and also i agree it's zen for me to have a clean house but also like 
it's someone needs to clean the house. So it's like, why isn't he like, dude, she's got the harder job right now cleaning Mm -hmm. this entire house. Why don't I just shut the fuck up, watch the kids outside or take them to Starbucks while they're buckled in their car seats and not complain. Mm Because I know that she's doing a harder job than me. Like, where is that rationale? Like, why isn't that like going through his head instead of every single weekend and day that we're home together, him making me feel bad for cleaning? It's it's what's going to happen every day. I clean every morning because the house is disgusting the next morning. Every time. No, but we, but you know what? Like I'm going to sign up for an appointment for this because this is, this is something that is, and I'm not, let me start by saying like, I am not perfect. I am also annoying for other things, for other things, but like, I also catch myself and I also apologize and say, I'm sorry, that was weird of me. Or like, I'm sorry, that was wrong of me. Let's push the restart button. If you don't mind, you know, I never get that from him. Unless I'm like, do you want to say sorry? You know? Yeah. Um, I So I never said anything about this one this morning. I'm just like, I'm really, you know, I'm, 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 I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed that like my husband isn't like, damn, like that's hot that she wants to like clean the house, you know, like I'll watch the kids outside. That's easy. I think it's really, really hard for us to appreciate anything about each other as of late because- we're still fucking in this, you know, like we're still living in a pandemic. There's a whole new wave of fear that's coming across everybody. And it's, there's, it's just, it's been rough. I mean, it's yeah. not, it's not great, but it's, it's, that's why I'm, that's why I brought up the therapy because I think that mm-hmm. things are harder to climb right now on our own. And I don't yeah. think we should put, if you have the resources and the opportunity and the money to yeah. invest in something like that. Yeah. Can't, you can't assume that you can figure this out on your own. And it sounds yeah. like an issue that you need to like, just get some help. It doesn't mean anything bad. It's oh, you know, Jamie, you know, I'm therapy all, all the way. I don't ever think that it's a bad or negative thing on a relationship. Therapy to yeah. me is only positive. Yeah. It's, only positive. it's a gift you give your, it's meaning you care about yourself. Yeah. About your relationship, exactly. You're like I love this person. I'm. We're gonna ask for some help. Yeah, and yeah. and now, and I, I think you're right. Now's the time to, you know, I do therapy every every other week, but mm-hmm. you know, now yeah. I'll do a couples one because right. just pissing me off. You have a little win in there, then somewhere. Um, you know what? We saw each other. We did. We we saw each other outside. No one went in. First time in There's six Five, six months has it been since I've seen you? Longer? I don't know. I don't know. We sat at the beach and it was lovely. And our kids play so nice together. Like I know. I know. It was really much needed. And, you know, you're leaving. I don't even know. Like, It's not not clocking in at all that I'm moving to a whole other state. I know. Well, you've got a lot of moving pieces happening. So who like, we'll see what happens. I know. But... But yeah, I'm glad I saw you. That was a win for both of us. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, you guys, we're all together. And you get ready to be inspired and feel strong and feel empowered and feel amazing to be a woman because Mina Harris is up next. We'll be right back. All right, mamas. I want to talk to you about OxyClean with Odor Blasters. So raise your hands if you have smelly socks around the house and musty towels and sweaty clothes and sweat stains and body odor. Yeah, I'm sure we're all raising our hand and you guys need to try OxyClean with Odor Blasters. It gets 
rid of the smells, the stink, the the greasy handprints, everything. I mean, look, it, the holidays are coming around and truth be told, we are going to be cooking a heck of a lot more because things are closed up and we're at home and Hanukkah's coming up and we're going to be making latkes and Christmas is coming up and we're going to be baking cookies and all of that sounds amazing, but it gets dirty. So we want it to be clean. We want it to be special. We want our linens to be bright. We want our kitchen towels to look new. So for product information about odor blasters and stain solutions and offers, visit oxyclean.com. Well, it's that time of the year again where the weather is dry and it's making your nose dry and everything seems congested. Well, I deal with that every single day. But now I have, as part of my daily routine, something amazing. It's Zycam Nasal All Clear Nasal Swabs, and they instantly deliver the triple action benefit of protecting, cleansing, and soothing your nasal passage. It's so easy to use. It's convenient for on-the-go mamas like ourselves. Like It's a one-and-done, you swab, and you go. So you never have to worry about not having your nose clean and clear. It always feels amazing. So you guys need to swab it out. It's available on Amazon and search for Zycam Nasal All Clear. That's A-L-L-C-L-E-A-R. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Our guest today is one of the most powerful and dynamic young leaders in America. She is the founder of the Phenomenal Women Action Campaign, was recently head of strategy and leadership at Uber. She's advised many brands on corporate citizenship, social responsibility, diversity and inclusion, and is also an attorney, no big deal. On June 2nd of this year, she published her first book, Kamala and Maya's Big Idea, which is based on a true story from the childhood of Mina's mother and aunt. And now she has her second book, Ambitious Girl, set to be released January 21st. She's a mama of two two daughters, and we are so very thrilled to have her here with us today. And Mama said, please welcome Mina Harris. Hi. Hi. How are you? We're We're, great. We're good. We're hanging in there. How are you? I, same, hanging in there. I am tired, but I am happy and hopeful, and that is all I can ask for. So your skin, your skin looks really radiant. I'm oh, just- thank you. You know, I um, have really been on a journey with sort of like makeup to no makeup to just like really not giving a fuck about, sorry, am I allowed to curse this podcast? Like, oh, did you listen to this, curse, right? this podcast or no? Um, <laughs> I've become so just like ruthless with my time and just like energy where I, I mean, I, I did blow dry my hair for you guys, yeah, but looks good. Looks I just good. like, I don't, I don't, I cannot put the effort anymore. So like a lot of time I'll show up looking like really crazy and I just do not care. Like I just can't deal with it. So anyway, I don't do makeup that much anymore um, for videos. Okay. Look at well, that, right. Like, yeah, I see. I exactly. Mean- Jamie. Yeah. yeah right. Is it kind of liberating? Did you guys have the experience too? I feel like when I was younger, it was, you know, it was like boyfriends. I didn't want them to see me without makeup on or, you know, um, was not comfortable with that. Or like I had to have some mascara on if I ran out of the house Yeah. and I don't know, I just don't care anymore. <laughs> I, I know. I Go ahead, Jay. I was going to say, do you find that this year, especially like everything that we've been through in 2020, I feel like it's really, allowed me to hone in on just kind of like really where I give my energy and yeah, what's yeah. most important and hair and makeup to me is is not that for some people it is and no shame sure, yeah but I do feel like there's a lot less fucks given like you said I mean it's just yes. your time and your energy is precious and I think 
we're all coming out of this realizing, and I, at least for me, like the big question that I've come out of all this is what makes me happy and mm-hmm. nothing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, absolutely. And I, I think I started to realize, as you said, I mean, some people, um, you know, get confidence and joy from putting on makeup or dressing up even, right? Like I also will sometimes just like look like a slob, but other, you know, you're, Jamie is looking more stylish, like Jenna, you know, you have a cute little sweater on, I but, mean, but- <laughs> right. Yeah. I have the, I definitely also have like the yoga leggings on. Um, uh, but yeah. And what I realized is that it did not bring me sort of personal joy. And what it really was about was like caring if people thought I looked raggedy or if I looked like yeah. tired or like looked bad without makeup. And I just sort of was like, I can't spend my time worrying about that. And it is not a priority for me. Um, so I actually do enjoy makeup, but just not, you know, um, every day. Like I just, I feel very liberated from it now. (laughs) Me too. And I, whenever my husband's like, Ooh, we need to like watch it on the credit card or like, we need to, you know, calm down. I'm like, do you know how much money I'm saving you by not doing my hair? Right. Um, Even though I really miss getting blowouts, but yeah. I just think you're welcome, Neil, for totally. like, totally, so no, it really so makes much, you so much realize better. just sort of like the things that you can do without. And yeah, yes. I mean, as an entrepreneur, I just I'm thinking about my time, right? Like the time we spend doing these things. And if they're not a priority or do not matter so much yes. in the end, then let's just get rid of all of them. <laughs> That's right. And especially you have two little girls, so they need that, they need that role model in you. And that leads me into wanting to talk to about ambitious girl, because this covers the challenges faced by women and girls throughout history. And I think it just gives such empowerment and inspiration. Um, And so we just want to start by asking you, how did this book come to be? What inspired you to write it? Yeah, so many things. Um, As you said, I mean, it's my second book, right? So I I did my first book um, in June of this year. And really, for that one as well, there were lots of different sort of influences. But two primary ones, I would say, were one, becoming a mom, right? And uh, thinking about how I was raising my kids and what values I was teaching them, what, right, um, what, what lessons I was emphasizing for them. And in kind of, you know, being on that journey, I was very much thinking about how I was raised. And that's sort of the second, you know, thing that really influenced me. And, and, realizing that I grew up in a pretty unique family. I can now appreciate uh, in that it was a really tiny family unit of just me, my mom, my grandmother, and my aunt. And uh, female ambition and, you know, female leadership and, you know, frankly, like women running the world, that was my worldview. And realizing that, you know, my, my daughters are growing up in a different type of family. I joke that, you know, we let some men in along the way. (laughs) Um, But nevertheless, how do I pass on, right? Some of those values and lessons that were so core to, you know, being raised in that unique household. And for my first book, uh, the sort of lesson that I was wanting to pass on was really around, you know, community organizing and activism and social justice and, you know, giving a damn and wanting to, you know, make positive change in your community, which was, you know, a big thing for me growing up um, and something that was emphasized to me, frankly, every day. And and then now the second book, um, likewise, it's really about uh, encouraging girls to claim their ambition, frankly, girls and women. I think this book, I I, I feel like I got some lessons from this book. I love that. Yeah. I mean, I said that about my first book. Oh, go ahead. I was to say when you wrote that, no one can tell you who you are. You tell them who you are. I, that like hit me to my core. I just, I've been on this 
like year of self-exploration. And I was, it just summed up a lot of it for me. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. That means so much. I mean, it goes to the point too, that we're all sort of on a continuous, you know, journey of, uh, personal, you know, exploration and um, identity formation and, you know, embracing that that changes throughout our lives. It, you know, comes into focus in different ways, right? For me, I just spoke about becoming a parent, right? This whole podcast is around, um, right? Becoming a a parent and and that experience. And um, so that was sort of the high high level sort of, you know, uh, inspiration for it. And wanting to pass that on, you know, to my kids. And the, I would say second thing was a particular moment. And uh, with the first book as well, the the moment was sort of, you know, coming out of the 2016 election, right? Um, Adults even, I used to say with that book as well, like it's for for adults, the the central line in it, no one can do everything, uh, but everyone can do something for my first book. That is literally a line from a speech. that I had given to adults and yeah. no joke. And I was like, I'm going to put this in a kid's book because this is relevant for all of us. Right. And it was, you know, coming out of the 2016 election when I started phenomenal and, and um, you know, women were saying, what can I do? How can I do more? And, and we've seen just the um, incredible way in which, right. People are, are stepping up and, and, and using their voices and, and, and being civically engaged in ways we've never seen before um, until I think this sort of era and moment, so uh, that was sort of the, the moment. And then with my second book, Ambitious Girl, um, likewise, it sort of, it was during the, you know, election season and, you know, really focusing on, um, as we did in 2016, female yeah. leadership and <laughs> ambition. And, you know, we had um, for the first time, a, you know, historic number of women who were running for president. Uh, we now, of course, have elected our first female vice president, right? Like this yeah. is something that, you know, has really come into focus and, there was a, and, and my, let me say, obviously, that I feel is long, long overdue. And so this is, you know, a real thing to, to, to celebrate and, and to talk about as much as we can. Um, but when one of my family members was um, referred to by an old white man <laughs> mm-hmm. as too ambitious, uh, and, it, and that statement was amplified by the media as if that were a statement worth amplifying, Right. It really, like the way that I've talked about this as my, as a kid's book author. And I think in my author's note, I said, it stopped me in my tracks, but the reality is it like really fucked with me. And yeah. the reason why I think, you know, as I said, I was raised in this family of, of strong, independent women. It's not like I'd never heard that before. We've all heard dumb stuff like that, right? You were mm-hmm. to this, to that. Um, I, I have a long list of things that I've been told. Um, but, you know, it was, I, I was, in the, it was in the middle of, you know, the election, I had been, you know, working so hard, and I was just tired. And I had this moment of like, enough, we get it, we get that, like, you can't deal with strong, ambitious, powerful women or women seeking power, we get it, right? Like, we got it in 2016, that you cannot deal with it, and you can't stand it. And it was just sort of like, I, even though I, I feel like I'm equipped to navigate the world, knowing that I will be told that it was just like, enough and this still affects us like for me to see that it still fucked with me in a way you know I think was heightened in that moment because I was just so tired um and kind of fed up but you know just hearing that like day in and day out you know like that does something to us um you know subconsciously even and then further you know as a parent again like I just had this moment like are you kidding me that we are going to still be doing this and you're going to tell this shit to my daughters 
right? Like, are we really still doing this? So sorry, see, I'm getting worked up again. Um, <laughs> it's it's so amazing to see you get so worked up, which is why the reason you took out a pencil and paper and wrote this book. I mean, you can see how it affects you and how pissed you are about you know, hearing it over and over again. And I just love watching it in real time. Like this is, this is how you literally wrote your book. It's because of this, this negative energy that's around the word ambitious. And, Mm -hmm. and it's just, it's amazing to watch you describe this. And the women, I felt like, oh, go ahead, Jamie. I was going to say the women empowerment that you're giving, but also I think the community, because Mm -hmm. I think it's really important to think like, like you wrote about not keeping score and that it's not, this isn't a competition between women. Like we need to come together. We need to root for each other. We need to get behind each other. Mm-hmm. And I think that the, with um, the change that is happening and all of the hope that we are given with this, I think that that's um, can be felt even more. I hope it is because there's a lot of power um, that comes from that. This holiday season, treat your hair and scalp to some much-needed me time with the Head & Shoulders Supreme Collection. The collection works to calm stressed-out skin and restore its natural healthy balance, giving the scalp a natural boost and providing a foundation for the best version of your hair. They're endorsed by the Skin Health Alliance, and it's formulated with naturally-derived skincare-inspired ingredients like argan oil and vitamin E to address itch, dryness, and irritation. The Supreme Collection includes three in-shower pre-wash products, four shampoos, four conditioners, and three post-wash leave-on treatment products, which are designed to work together to deliver root to tip conditioning treatment and balance. Some notable items from the collection are the exfoliating scalp scrub, the color protect shampoo and conditioner, scalp moisturizer with hemp seed oil, detoxifying scalp pre-wash mask, their soothing leave-on scalp cream, and my personal favorite, the hydrating scalp serum. There are so many options, so find what's right for your head and scalp with the Head and Shoulders Supreme Collection. Hey mamas, we want to tell you about elderberry super immune soft melts. We have been inside for a long time. I think we're all worried about our immune systems and we don't want our kids to have these sick days once they get back to school. So all child life essential vitamins are non-GMO, gluten-free, no artificial colors, flavors, fillers, or sweeteners, allergen-free, and pediatrician developed. So child life essential elderberry super immune soft melts will provide a unique combination of immune boosting ingredients in each tasty tablet, kid approved, and you will love them too. They are formulated with ingredients that are clinically proven to result in fewer missed school days. And we don't want them missing school when they finally go back. The gummy alternative doesn't stick to your teeth because it has zero sugar, unlike other gummies on the market. So 10% off child life products on iHerb.com. Use code Mama Said. U.S. only. Expire 631-2021. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. If anything, you know, what better opportunity now when, when female ambition won, so to speak in this moment, um, what better opportunity than to address this and to keep talking about it and, you know, to acknowledge that, that, and it is just one moment and we need more of those moment, moments. Right. And, and that's part of the power of this um, is, you know, making it more possible for the rest of us to claim our ambition and to know that we can be um, successful and ambitious. Right. Um, but that, uh, you know, it, it is be, becoming normalized, right? It is something that we are all seeing on a world stage and not mean something. Sorry, my household is loud. Um, I'm in my closet, that's right. You guys hear that? <laughs> like, yes, is that my kids or my partner is just running around screaming. Um, but yeah, I, I, as you said, like, I just, it was something where I felt like I have to do something, right? And I have to put pen to paper 
And it was, you know, realizing that we as, as adult women have sort of unlearning to do in terms of what society tells us, right. It is this double standard that, um, you know, you can be a little ambitious, but not too ambitious. Mm -hmm. It made me think of, uh, you know that like meme on Twitter, which was like as a treat. It's like you can have ambition as a treat, right? Like yes. stay in yeah. your little box, stay in your lane. Uh, and we know, right? I mean, I think I, I now realize that I was uh, again raised in a unique way where I was um, shown every day that female ambition was a good thing, that mm-hmm. ambition meant purpose, that ambition meant going for your dreams and not letting anyone tell you no, and um, overcoming challenges, right? And and uh, and just going for it and what we all know, of course, and what I learned, I would say probably, you know, at coming out of college and going into my first job is that it's a, it's a word that's used against women. It's a, a word that's used to tear us down to, um, you know, to diminish our light, uh, something that I think we are taught to hide even, right, or be ashamed of or not sort of share openly or be proud of. I think for me, I saw it probably for the first time really in the political context, right, where it's like, oh, she has political ambitions, you know, she's too ambitious, she's 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 being conniving or, um, you know, power hungry, sharp elbowed, whatever the fuck all this stuff is supposed yeah. to mean. The yeah. fact of the matter is we do not say these things about men ever, and um, again, there's so many other words, but that one in particular, I think, should be um, in, uh, in particular a, you know, empowering word. And I thought, you know, let's teach our kids on day one the way that I was taught. Right. And, and that is important and it will help them to, you know, navigate the real world where, where they will inevitably be told that they are to this or to that and, and too ambitious. Well, hopefully not one day, because like you said, we have a we have a lot of unlearning to do. You, fortunately, I think we're, we're brought up around women that didn't take no for an answer and were ambitious and show the positivity ambition in that it's living a purpose. And I think conviction is the most incredible thing when, when people possess it, true conviction, mm-hmm. uh, it's inspiring, but, um, you know, <clears throat> I know for myself, I have a lot of unlearning to do about mm-hmm. that, but, but our kids, I mean, we can set them up to just have none of that to have just pure belief in themselves and their power and their worth. And, you know, I always find it so amazing that children's books, I think people can write it off like it's for kids, but for me, they're the, always the most powerful because mm-hmm. when things are explained so simply, yes, life, it never needs to be explained beyond that. Mm-hmm. Like we feel like we have to go so much further and mess it up with all these words, but it is, it's right there. It is as simple and plain as that. And I love it. And like I said, the book was for me. It felt very much for me, even, you know, before I picked it up to read it to my kids. And Thank you. Yeah, besides, besides the meaning of it being incredible in the words, um, the illustrations were so beautiful in that book. I, I was just reading it to my daughter, who's almost three. Um, and she was like, again, again, she, you know, was not, you know, completely understanding all the mm-hmm. words I was saying, but she kept pointing to like the beautiful pictures. And Aww. it just, it's really just astounding how this book came about and like what Thank it means. You. I, it's the best gift for everyone. I mean, this is, if, if anyone ever needs a gift for a child, like you need to buy this book. Oh my God. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. You can pre-order now. It is coming out very soon on January 19th. And we actually have a promotion right now with independent bookstores um, who I um, think are very important in our vital institutions and our communities. And um, I don't know when this is airing, but, you know, end of year for bookstores in in any 
time is hard and um, they need support. And, and this year with COVID, of course, it's just even more critical. Um, so if you order, we have a, a list of indie partners um, from whom you can order and you can get a signed copy. Um, mm-hmm. And we really want to encourage people um, to support uh, their local bookstores, um, awesome. especially in this moment. And um, where can people find that list? Oh, so ambitious. Oh my God. I'm like, am I going to get my website wrong? <laughs> ambitious girl book.com. Okay. And there's a, a little menu option for buy the book and then it'll have the list will pop up. Um, but yeah, thank you for mentioning that. And I'll say uh, some people are kind of curious about the process of writing books and I'll, and obviously it's still, it all still feels new to me as much as it's crazy uh, as well that I'm like on, on my second book. Um, but just the process of working with my illustrators, I think mm-hmm. has been very special. And what I'm learning, I think also has been somewhat unique or not sort of um, traditional where it was very collaborative. And um, bo- both of my illustrators were just obviously so talented and brought, yeah. um, you know, the stories to life in such beautiful ways, but were really patient with me and, you know, got when I wanted to get the hair just right, or yeah. you know, these little touches and details that were so important to me. Uh, it was just so incredible to get to work through that with these really, really talented uh, women and women of color. I'll add um, both of my illustrators are Latinas and um, it, you know, as, as much as there is still a lack of diversity in, in characters and uh, you know, narratives and messages in, in kids books, the same exists in the public publishing industry. There's still a lack of representation of authors of color of illustrators of color. And I'm super, super proud um, that we have both authors and illustrators of color for my book. So that's so important to me. Wonderful. Oh my God. Mina, I think this book needs to become a musical, like kind of like, a Oh, oh my God. Wait, it's crazy that you just said that. I love that you just said that. So I, I'm, I'm like, I keep thinking of Hamilton when I, when I read the book, I was like, this is very Hamilton S like someone should do a musical around this book. Let me yes. be <laughs> Oh my God. First of all, yes. Second of all, you just reminded me of something and I'm so happy you said that. So when I was first like conceptualizing it, the, I should go find my notes for this. We scrapped it. Um, it, but it sort of, you know, ultimately led to this, the final product, but, um, there was like a line that I wrote where I imagine kids like chanting it, like, in a, you know, auditorium. And I can't remember what it was. It was like, oh my God, I'm going to go find it. But I, I had this like breakthrough moment. I was actually with my parents this summer and I like ran downstairs. It was like, like, like screaming the chant. My mom's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I was like, this is so empowering. And then, um, you know, we didn't put it in the book, but yes, I feel that I, uh, I I need to go find that. I mean, something. That's what I imagined that it was like, uh, you know, a chant or a manifesto or, you know, sort of like a cheer, right. That obviously an anthem or like an anthem. anthem. Exactly. Thank you. Um, you know, for a book, for the book, I imagine, you know, little girls reading this, um, and, and frankly, all children, right. Reading this, um, during bedtime stories and, and waking up the next morning, just, you know, filled with confidence and, um, you yeah. know, courage to, to claim their ambition. So, oh my God, I feel like I have to go find this right now. Cause I want to change. I want to, I want to, you have to go anthem. find it. And also, um, oh my God, I forgot what I was about to say. Um, I don't know. It's okay. You're going to produce, you're going to produce the Hamilton music version. It'll be called like musical or something. Ambitious me. I don't know. Yes. I love it. Um, it's, it's done deal. Okay. Oh my God. I was going to say, I would love to be a fly on the wall in your family, like parties and get togethers. Yeah. It is, um, quite 
quite a, uh, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Dynamic, yeah. <laughs> uh, and colorful and yeah. And people used to joke with us like, Oh my God, how is Thanksgiving dinner where you have like at the time, you know, my mom was at the ACLU and yeah. uh, my aunt was like the DA. And then my dad was, uh, you know, us attorney. Um, and my grandmother was like the, you know, activist, uh huh. So we're all a lot of, you know, a lot of lawyers. So there's a lot of um, vigorous, passionate debate. <laughs> we had a funny moment during election week uh, where Ella, my my cousin Kamala's uh, stepdaughter, we were um, all in sort of this boardroom and you know watching returns and you know eating McDonald's and shit like that. Yeah. And we just yeah. like everybody was in, engaged in really passionate, lovely, you know, conversations. And there's a moment where Ella was like, do you realize that everyone is like yelling right now? Like everyone is just, and I'm like, how long have you been in this family now? Like, are you not used to this? Like, this is how we communicate. Like, what are you talking oh my about? God. Um, so yeah. And I think back to sort of like the book stuff, I, it, I was raised in the same way. I mean, I joked that I was sort of like the super only child um, for a long time. As I said, it was just me, my mom, my aunt, and my grandma for most of, you know, my, my life um, or young, uh, young life. And um, I was, you know, there was not a lot of like coddling. It was, you know, there was no, no such thing as the kitty table. Uh, you were, you, you were welcome to participate in uh, adult converse, uh, adult conversation, so to speak. And, you know, yeah. whether or not you're listening and learning, or if you have something to say, you better have something to say. And if you want to, you know, make an argument better be a well-reasoned argument. Um, if you say something that is not well-reasoned, somebody's going to let you know that or help you to, you know, walk through that. Um, so uh, it's no surprise that uh, most of us became lawyers and, uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's definitely not for everyone or it's definitely, you know, can be different. Um, and we, you know, back to the, like, like some men in along the way, it's like, you got to be able to hang yeah. <laughs> and oh that, my God. Uh, at that dinner table if you're going to stick around because otherwise it's not going to be easy for you. Well, but it's no mistake by the universe either that you were blessed with two daughters because you need women and you need to be having more women in your circle to continue to inspire the rest of us. Yeah. I, it's something very special to me in that, as I said, I was this kind of super only child. Um, but I, I, and my grandmother was a huge figure in my life. And I, I think all the time about, you know, her as a parent and not only to my mom and aunt, but helping to raise me, and having now that sort of parallel with her of her raising her two daughters and now I'm raising my daughters um, is just something that I think about a lot and is really special. Um, I feel like I have, a, I have big shoes to fill and it's something that I think about every day. Um, I mean, she just was you're so extraordinary. It. Yeah, I think you're on your <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying. No, you are doing it. Well, you guys, Ambitious Girl comes out January 19th but is available for pre-order and then go to Ambitious Girl Book dot com to check all the lists of the independent bookstores that you can support through this and get a signed copy. Um, We're not going to let Mina go quite yet, but we will be right back. Support for this podcast comes from Pluto TV. Need an escape? Drop into Pluto TV for a world of free TV. Stream hundreds of channels and thousands of movies and shows all for free. Yeah, free. No subscriptions, no fees. Imagine 24-7 channels of Narcos, CSI, Star Trek, Survivor, and everything else from hit movies to binge-worthy TV shows, the latest news, live sports, comedy, and more. What are you waiting for? Download the free Pluto TV app for Android, iPhone, Roku, and Fire TV and start streaming now. Pluto TV. Drop in. Watch free. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. 
Okay, we are back. Um, Nina, could you share a shitty mommy story with us? Shitty mommy! <laughs> so, uh, I, I mean, first of all, I think this question is funny because I, I want to normalize, and I think that's what you're doing, being a shitty yeah, mommy. Yeah. I think that it's like there's probably – you know, at least one time per week that I'm a shitty mommy, maybe one time per day, like, you know, and there there are trade-offs. Like some days I'm a shitty CEO and I'm a great mom. And some days I'm a great mom and a shitty CEO. So, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, The most recent one that I, I was trying to come up with something that's sort of more entertaining. Um, My older daughter has really taken an interest in scaring the shit out of her sister. (laughs) So she's the older one is four. The younger one is two and they, she recently has been doing it by making really scary pirate noises. They, I thought it was a tiger, but what she's doing is saying, which is a pirate. And um, I was upstairs working and I heard the older one doing that. And then the little one was just like, like bloody murder screaming, like clearly really frightened and I was like oh that's so sad and then but also thought it was like hilarious and so I went downstairs to like you know break things up oh by the way the thing that was really curious about this situation in particular is that they were both in I actually videoed this and posted it but they were both in the bathroom and I'm like why are they in the bathroom together with the door closed like what the hell is going on and I like waited outside the door for a minute and heard it and then like scream really loudly and I like I let it go on for like probably a couple more minutes than I should have because it was so fucking funny and then I opened the door and I was like guys what's what's happening stop scaring your sister so anyway my shitty mommy story is that for my own personal entertainment I allowed my four-year-old to like scare the shit out of her sister for a couple minutes longer than I probably should have I have done um, that is that Bill's character right like I have sibling experience they need to do that yeah right like they're supposed to terrorize each other um it was also just sort of like why are you getting so scared like she's just she's you know it's just so funny like She's really, really scared. Um, no. anyway. Does that qualify? Is that shitty enough? Yes. I mean, you're not a shitty mom, but that is a funny, shitty moment. Like, yeah. I've done stuff yeah. like that okay. millions of times before. Yes. You don't judge levels of shitty either. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Just yeah, to you should have sure seen me last like, night. You know. That was sh- that, that was a, sh- a shitty few hours. So we'll oh, talk about man. that in another episode. So. in there. Okay. Exactly. Well, we couldn't be more grateful for you sharing your time with us um, to just yeah. talk with us and get to know you. We think the world of you and we're so Same. grateful that you are in this world and leading us and teaching us. And we will leave you with a mama said, mama said, it is not what you do for your children, but what you have taught them to do for themselves that will make them successful human beings. I love that. Love it. You're listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Hi, guys. We're back quickly because we have that anthem that Mina was telling you about, and we are going to chant it so that you can memorize it and chant it along with us. You ready, Jenna? Ready. All right. Here we go. That's right. I'm so serious because serious girls get things done. That's right. I'm so assertive because assertive girls get things done. That's right. I am so nerdy because nerdy girls get things done. That's right. I'm so bossy because bossy girls get things done. That's right. I am so competitive because competitive girls get things done. 
That's right. I'm so loud because loud girls get things done. That's right. I am so happy because happy girls get things done. And then the last one is, that's right. I'm so ambitious because ambitious girls get things done. I love it. Oh my God. We love this, Chan. We hope you do too. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Mama Said. The Lady Gang Network is produced by Alex Imber, Will Sterling, and Steve Delamater. Thanks for rating and reviewing wherever you get your podcasts and tune in for new episodes every single week. We want to thank all our sponsors for this episode of Mama Said. They are OxyClean. For product information, stain solutions, and offers, visit OxyClean.com. Child Life Essentials, Elderberry Super Immune Soft Melts. For 10% off, use the code MAMASAID on iHerb.com. Beta. Go to beta.com and enter code MAMASAID to get $20 off just about anything. Zycam. Available on Amazon. Search for Zycam Nasal All Clear. That's A-L-L-C-L-E-A-R. Pluto TV. Download the free Pluto TV app for Android or iPhone and start now. Head and Shoulders. Check out their Supreme Collection, which restores the skin's natural healthy balance to unlock the best version of your hair and scalp. And remember, all the info and links to these sponsors will be available in the show notes for this episode. Hey, guys, I'm Jordan Jones, and I have a brand new podcast called What They Don't Tell You on Podcast One. I've been on TV and YouTube for almost 10 years as a dancer and a singer. So I'm here to share what they don't tell you about what it's like growing up in the public eye and how to navigate the social media game. And I'll bring on my friends and share some stories and help you live your best Gen Z life. Get new episodes of What They Don't Tell You with me, Jordan Jones, every Thursday on Podcast One, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere you can get your podcasts.